0: Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Laura Nolette. Welcome Welcome to to Finish Finish Well Podcast. Podcast. Hey, we got it. (laughs) Well, today we are gonna talk about exploring the twentieth century online and also a little bit in person, but I'm teaching twentieth century history at Tree North Home School Academy. This is my most recent adventure, but in the past, Laura and I have done this Twentieth Century History several times in our in-person co op. And so we really had such a good time doing it. I remember remember the kids would dress up for the decade. That was so fun. Yeah, that was great. I remember our sons were dressed up as World War I sailors at one point, and I think greasers for the 1950s and yeah. things like that. That yeah. was really fun. One year, I just was thinking about it, and I said to Laura, you know, we – Feel like we rushed through the 20th century in one month. And, you know, that doesn't give us a lot of time to learn much about it. And so much happened in the 20th century that we lived a little bit through it. Our parents lived and our grandparents lived through almost the whole 20th century. So it would be nice to take a year and just study it. And, you know, she agreed. So I went looking for 20th century history cookbooks and not cookbooks i went looking for 20th century history textbooks and i was because we were already in the 21st century and it was early on but i was really disappointed that i could not find one that covered very much they were also superficial and they didn't um they didn't cover things that I thought were really important, and and some of them just presented history in such a weird way. I thought, wait, I was alive then. I don't remember it happening like that. So I decided to write my own history textbook, <laughs> and I know that was crazy, but I did, and I created some history labs, Laura Helped me with that, create history labs and some a workbook where they could narrate their answers to what they'd read in the textbook. And we actually, do you remember, we taught 20th century history to preschoolers all the way to seniors in high school? We did. We did. You know, with you and I, when we've been doing different history studies with our kids, and then when we moved on to do it with our co-op, we always... Wanted to make things fun. I mean, this is, yeah. school is something you have to do. You have to get an education. You have to learn. So what, what says it has to be drudgery? Let's exactly. make it fun. And so we thought, well, it's not enough to just read about these subjects. And we never did. We started doing history together in, I think, 2000. Yeah. And we that it, it has been. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And we, we never would just read it and move on. We would read it, we would talk about it, we would cook. That was always the yes, favorite. We I would find, it. we would find, um, dishes from the subject, you know, whether it was another country or another time frame, and we would, we would cook meals, lunch, big lunches, and for yes. our husbands to be able to be part of it. But we always wanted to have fun. We always wanted to get into it and immerse us, ourselves and our children into it a lot more. And so when you decided to do a 20th century history class, that was an important part about it. You you mentioned the history labs, and a lot of people don't think of history as having labs, usually. And so that's what we're talking about with labs. It's just like in a science lab, you're doing activities and experiments. In a history lab, we're recreating things. We're doing games. We're doing activities. Some of them were more serious to really get the kids to understand the seriousness of some of these things. And most of them were a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, and 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 how great is it when you're learning about castles to find all kinds of cereal and oatmeal boxes and make castles for turrets and put a funnel on top of it. And, you know, so we carried that into the 20th century as well. Yes, we did. And there were some really great, fun things that you can do in the 20th century i love that we we did have some really fun labs and um the way that we would work it is that everyone had their reading the high schoolers or middle schoolers used the same textbook but the younger kids read another book we created a number we created the lab book for them it was very simple and then um we they did their work at home and then they came and when we got together we had these labs and they were things like this. One lab was creating your own miniature golf course. So everyone had their own hole and they went out in the backyard and they, we set up this whole golf course. Everyone is dressed in the time period, you know, so that made it super fun. And then we go out and we're miniature golfing and it, so what does that have to do with history well it's what laura talked about immersing ourselves in history with these um projects one thing they loved was the rocket races do you remember those oh yeah i made those (laughs) (laughs) i'm (laughs) the science teacher we were talking about the space race so we had to use um long strings we strung strings across the church's sanctuary and then um, we threaded the strings first through um, straws. And yes. We taped to the straws paper towels. Right. And then we blew up balloons and stuck them on the end of the paper towel rolls and let them go. And these made rockets that shot across they the room. Did. They did. And so we had rocket races. That was really fun. And another thing that I really loved was when we had the our own fossil show. That was so much more. I honestly, I have that. This is me. I have an idea. I think this is going to be great. And then later, I have buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, should we really do this? But it really came together. Well, it went so well the first time we did it that the next time you taught this class at our homeschool co-op, the entire church got involved, yeah, and it began. became this nighttime event, and we had MCs and. And everything but what the first time we did it it was right in your living room yeah. and the kids all had so much fun. We had one um a pair of brothers that did the um who's on first? Oh that's right. Remember that yeah. Yeah. that was great. And we had great singers and dancers and comedians. Comedians. We and had artists and magicians. That was so fun. Oh so, yeah, they really had a lot of fun with that. So some of the other things that that we did for History Labs was the kids would create their own suburbs. Suburbs became very popular in the 1950s, and um they would create their own airport. The Golden Age of of Airplanes was also in the 1950s, and they would create their own airline, then their own airport, and then, of course, they had another lab where they made commercials oh, yeah. for the airline, and that was really creative. Yeah. I think one of the things that I saw in these labs, giving kids a chance to be creative in a different way, like, you know, you paint and you draw, but a lot of people, when you hand them a paintbrush or a pencil and say, draw this, they feel intimidated, but this is creativity in so many different ways, and I really saw the kids flourish, didn't you? Oh, they really did, and... You know, this is the commercials translate so well to online learning because most of the kids did those on their commercial on their computers. Yeah, they used their phones to film their commercials, and some of them could figure out how to edit them online or on an app or something. And so they were editing them, and some of them went to adults in their life who know how to do such things. (laughs) Yeah, me (laughs) (laughs) and um and we 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 all worked together to edit them, and we had a lot of fun. With that, And I enjoyed, I got to do, through my heart, the music appreciation. I remember again. Yeah, and I just, I had so much fun with that because I would look at the air, and you had done a ton of research, so you had given me lists of songs every week, at least introduce them to this, and I would find lyrics and and videos sometimes when they got into the later years. And we would um, we would sing the songs together, and the kids like these kids. Some of them love singing, and some of them don't particularly love singing, but they had fun with it anyway. And yeah. so, like I am not a great singer, so I made them all feel very comfortable with singing. If <laughs> Miss Laura can sing it, we can sing it. I think you're a great singer. <laughs> Thank you. That's so funny. And then another thing that was fun was the art. Now, art. I'm not crazy about a lot of modern art, but We did look at some modern art, but we also, we took the art appreciation, which we always tend to add to our history classes. We took that in a different way. Like, we looked at World War II posters, and then they created their World War, uh, World War II poster. We looked at, um, uh, advertising. And then, you know, we contrasted advertising early in the 20th century, in the mid 20th century, and later 20th century so all of this made me so excited about this course there's a whole series history of the 20th century there's a textbook a middle school workbook a high school workbook and a cookbook and the timeline is part of the workbooks but and there is an elementary one coming we just have not pulled it all together i really love the series and it it was just so fun to teach and i just noticed more and more people were teaching online, and I ended up being offered to teach online. I taught for a year. Laura taught at the same place, so that was really fun, but after the year, I thought, you know, I'd love to teach 20th century online, but how would I do it? Because, I mean, we can't play golf in the backyard when you're online, and so I thought, well, what will we do? So what I ended up doing was we use our classroom time we do do some creative projects in our classroom time we discuss things the kids actually do most of the projects and timelines at home so and then they share them with each other and they really like that they really like sharing like their suburb or sharing you know a recipe that they cooked or something like that online and so but I wasn't, you know, is this working? I just, you know, thought to myself, sometimes, I don't know, some of you homeschool moms, she can relate your thinking. Sometimes I get insecure. Is this really working well? Do they like this? So I asked them, would you rather have a traditional history of the 20th century course where we just read the textbook and we take tests? Because instead of tests, we do the projects. And is this fun? Do you like it? And they overwhelmingly no, we love this. We love the projects, and so I was so excited. And by the way, I teach this history class this year. I'm teaching the next year for high school and then also for junior high at True North Homeschool Academy. You can register at TrueNorthHomeschoolAcademy.com and just look under high school or under junior high for 20th century history. But that was such a lesson to me because. Laura's my tech person. (laughs) I'm like always like, you know, I'm dragged into technology kicking and screaming, but it really works online. It really does. online really does work. It really does work. And, And we're getting to know students from all over the country and even some outside of the country. We have some international students as well. So I love that. I love getting to, and we, you know. Not just because I teach science classes, but with all of my students, I love to talk to them about, like, the weather where they are. Yes, Where they live is so different for us. And it seems to be fun for them to find out about the weather of their other classmates and us here in Florida. But, you know, what? before we go anywhere, because we really haven't said this yet, but everybody talks about teaching ancient history. And you always hear, you know, in, in school, you have to have your American history. You have to have your world history. What's so special about 20th century? Why don't you share with us why you think they should be teaching 20th century to their students or their children? Oh, wow, that is such a good question, Laura. I think the main reason is that when you look at the 20th century, we started out the 20th century going into town in a horse and buggy. By the end of the 20th century, there was a space station. <laughs> you could take a rocket to the space station and you could stay there. Transportation alone, some wars, World War I completely changed the map. But not only the map, completely changed the political climate of Europe and really of the whole world. Yeah. Because um, between World War I and World War II, uh, the colonial period was ending, praise the Lord, because you yeah. know, if I want to see countries rule themselves. But just so many major changes, so many major shifts. And we went from Western civilization being more Christian to Western civilization turning to evolution, turning to humanism, and then eventually to postmodernism by the end of the 20th century. But God was still moving. And God still had his people throughout the 20th century who were serving him and who were making an impact in the world. And so I wanted to show students, I wanted to show my own children. I wanted to show, you know, the students I teach online, the students I taught in person, what was happening in the 20th century? What was the fruit of embracing evolution? And you can see that in things like eugenics, which led to fascism and Nazism, And and um, concentration camps, and you. I wanted to show them this fruit. I wanted to show them. You know, I don't know that people know that in Russia, after the Russian the communist revolution of 1917, they set themselves up to train almost every major communist leader around the world how to overthrow their country, how to lead and dominate. And it was a huge, huge, huge shakedown for these nations, like nations across the world lost freedom, an iron curtain went up, a bamboo curtain went up, and so all of these things were happening, and I wanted my kids to know what really happened, what it was like to grow up where there was There was a wall in Berlin and what it was like when that wall came down. And so I felt like, you know, I was born in 1962. My grandparents were born in 1904 and lived all the way through the 20th century. So I, I wanted to pass these things on, but not just that, that God was moving and he had his people and there's, and, and he restored Israel as a nation. And Jerusalem is their capital and all that happened in the 20th century. And to me, that is so exciting. And so there's so many exciting things, so many fun things like the music, especially very fun uh-huh. to look at the music. But all in all, it's just a year that has so impacts where we are today, you know, and I want these kids to grow up and to be able to have truth about what happened in history and have wisdom with where to steer things in the 20th century. So good. My heart is with parents who love checklists and they want to keep an eye on their kids and and what they're studying and all. So I just wanted to make sure it was clear for all the parents. This this wonderful class is a world history class. Yes, it is. So if you're trying to check off your subjects for your kids, then um, this is a great world history class. So if you go to truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com you can look for the junior high and for the high school. Yes, both classes, two classes. I'll be teaching the same subject to two, two levels. So great. And we are going to put the links for those classes in our show notes. Yes. So you can um, just click on the link there in the show notes and go right over to the um, true north homeschool website to yes. find the classes to register your students. Yes. Amen. Well, thank Guys, so much for joining us today. Laura and I love to teach, and we both started homeschooling because we loved our kids and we felt God was calling us to homeschool our children. But as we dove into teach, don't you think we became lifetime learners right along with them? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) In a deeper way. In a deeper way. Yeah. Both valued education even before we began this, but it just, it just cause that love of, of learning to just grow so much larger. I mean, I, I love learning new things. So before we go, Laura, share the classes you're teaching this coming school year at True North. Then I'll share mine and um, so people can know. Sure. I'm teaching elementary science. They're called Science Exploration A and Science Exploration B. And they are kind of what the title implies, an exploration of science <laughs> for um day through third grade or fourth through sixth grade and then i'm also teaching an introductory computer science class for high schoolers and so um i'm just teaching the three classes next year awesome and what day are they on they're all on mondays I'm on mondays awesome now i am teaching um i'm teaching high school health and i am teaching Who Done It, which is how to write a murder mystery which we won't get into because i love talking about that And then I'm teaching the two 20th century world history classes. And I am also teaching a U.S. geography class, which is a ton of fun, too. All my classes are on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And again, I just thank you so much for joining us. We would love to meet you in person and have tea with you, but we hope you felt like you were just sitting with us and visiting. And. We inspired you to delve into the 20th century. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.